Welcome to Global Truth Center. The title of my talk today is this, The Power of Imagination. Um, so Adam just sang Imagine, and you know, it comes right after installing ministers. And you know, what is our job as ministers? What is our job to do? To imagine everything that he just said. You know, religion is not what I consider what we do as ministers. Religion is a box to me that people are put in, and I'd like the boxes to go away, frankly. I would like to imagine a world where there was no religion. There was just points of view and philosophies and the way people choose to live their lives that are all based in love. So, you know, Hindu, Buddhist, Christian, Jewish, that we can all join together, like it says at the end of the song, and the world will live as one. One in the idea, but individual in our pursuits, which is what's so great about each one of you. Each one of you is going to pursue your future as a minister in your own individual way. None of these ministers before me are cookie-cutter ministers that have been brought forth from some religion at all. God knows. <laughs> they have all been charged to forge forward with imagination. How can you create something new? So the title of my talk, The Power of Imagination, I want to start with... Um, what I ended CPR with this morning, it's one of my favorite little things in Alice in Wonderland. Those of you that are in CPR, you heard this this morning. So pretend that I'm Alice. Not such a hard stretch. So <clears throat> Alice laughed. There's no use trying, she said. One can't believe impossible things. <laughs> I dare say you haven't had much practice, said the Queen of Hearts. When I was your age... I always did it for half an hour a day. Why, sometimes I believed in as many as six impossible things before breakfast. So my question to you is, what impossible things are you going to do? You know, there's a great line here when Alice says, one can't believe impossible things. So in Science of Mind, we are taught that our minds are infinite in scope, available to do whatever we choose. And the only thing that is impossible is when we relate something as impossible and we believe it. Now it's impossible. So Alice, of course, believes that there are things that are impossible in life. And if there are things that are impossible, then they're not going to happen. Not for you, anyway. So where have you, in this new month of being reborn, is it possible for you to be reborn into a mind that has no limits on what is possible? It is. It truly is. But that means you also have to get in there and figure out where have you designated impossible as the belief around something? What is impossible for you? What feels impossible? What seems impossible? What is the world telling us is impossible? Right now, the world's telling us it's impossible for two sides to get together and, and agree, right? That seems impossible. Is it impossible? No, it's not impossible. And it has nothing to do with removing someone to make it possible. It has to do with the mind being capable of understanding the truth, which is what this whole month is about, being reborn into something new. So today, I want to talk about your imagination.
how many of you would say, how many of you would say that you have an, a vivid, creative imagination that goes all over the place? It's just wild. Well, you better raise your hand if you've just finished ministerial. <laughs> but you out there in, 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 in uh, online land. So are you using your imaginations? Are we, are any of us, using our imaginations to the power that they actually have? So as since I did Alice in Wonderland, I have to do The Wizard of Oz too. You know, are you a good witch or a bad witch? Do you have an imagination that only focuses on what's good? Because you know you can also use your imagination to focus on what's bad. Bad being pejorative, what doesn't work, what's destructive. Your mind can be the mind that sees a whole new world. That's Aladdin. I'm just going to go down all the Disney things. <laughs> a whole new world. Or your mind can be the mind that sees things really dark. It's a... It's what we're saying in, in uh, CPR right now is, is your mind a friendly mind or a hostile mind? Do you see the world as a friendly world or a hostile world? However you see it is how it shows up. And I know you can all say to me, really, James? Because it's pretty hostile out there. Have you not watched the news? Have you not turned on the news? Have you not read the paper? Do you not see what's happening in, our, in just our country alone? We're used to looking at the paper and thinking this is what happens in other countries. But we have become the other country. Does that mean it's a hostile world because the streets are hostile in certain places? No, it does not. But our imagination can take what we see, this pocket of hostility, and imagine it to erupt and expand. And now we are in the midst, I will dare say, of a reality, a self-induced reality that we are now creating from, a hostile world. Or, I shared this on CPR this morning too, or do you see what's going on and still see the friendly world no matter what? I was sharing this morning that I was watching the news and it was a, it was a very bad um, protest and the uh, National Guard had come in and started throwing things and beating people. And they knocked over this girl, a very young girl, and knocked her over and then just walked over her. And now you can see that. There's your hostile world. Doesn't that seem hostile? That's hostile. That's a hostile world. You know what I saw? I saw the people that saw that and rushed in and picked her up. That's the friendly part of even a hostile world. So the question becomes, how are you going to use your imagination? If you're using your mind and your imagination to create the good guys and the bad guys, you've created a hostile world. If you're using your mind and your imagination to create them and us, you've created a hostile world. That's the imagination I'm talking about. You have the capacity to create a world, a friendly world, because your mind is what's creating it. So I have some quotes for you. Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. We all have a lot of knowledge. These ministers here spent the last 10 years pouring knowledge into, your, into their heads. And you know, they're going to say, well, if I'm going to get up here and say knowledge isn't important, why did I make you do those stand and delivers all the time? And, <laughs> and tell you how wrong you got it, right? But, but it's not about, the, at the end of the day, it's not about the knowledge. I'm glad I know what I know, but I also am so glad that one of my affirmations in life is I know nothing. Now, what can I know? I know what I've been taught. 
I know what the past teaches me. I know what the relative facts teach me. I have that knowledge. But is that my imagination? No, it's not. It's the way I'm using my imagination. So Walt Disney said, laughter is timeless. I thought this is just for you, Connie. Walt Disney, a man that I admire and a place I don't wish to visit. Laughter, laughter is timeless. Imagination has no age and dreams are forever. So when we look at imagination, when I look at imagination, and when he says it has no age, imagination has no age. What that would mean to me and what I'd like to suggest to all of us as we are reborn this month is that we stop giving so much credence to everything that's come before us. That we stop being so entrenched in everything we know based on what we have learned, what we have experienced, what we've been taught. And that we really do stay totally ageless and alive in allowing our imagination to know more than just these facts. William Blake said this, what is now proved was once only imagined. What was once proved, was what, what is now proved was once only imagined. So right now, inside each and every one of you, there are ideas, there are creative thoughts, there are things that you wish to accomplish, there are paths you would like to explore, I know that's true for you too. There are hikes you'd like to take. There are things you want to do with your lives, right? And your imagination gets to begin that journey. You know, think, think of a map that says, begin here. That's your imagination, begin here. Now, your imagination is going to literally create whatever unfolds out of begin here. It starts here. Everything is created twice. Once in mind, thus in form. So as you look at the ideas in your mind, the thoughts, the desires, what do you, what do you want to do with your life? Now you have all chosen to be ministers, but I got to tell you, that's not really, that doesn't come with a definition anymore to me. Minister does not say, minister runs a church, speaks on Sunday, counsels people. That's not what ministry is anymore. I don't know what ministry is. I get up every day and let my imagination run wild and just say, what can I do today? What could possible, what can I create today? People sometimes think I'm crazy. They, they, even Matthew last week asked me how, how I had this much energy. But the imagination is an energy booster. When you are in your imagination, when you're willing to think about and get excited about what you're, what's yours to do, you have so much energy, you don't know where to put it next. It's amazing. But when you sit back in your imagination and ponder this and this and this, I got to do this, I got to do that, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, that's also your imagination. But it's not quite boosting your energy. So my question to you today is, what are you going to use your imagination for? Where is your imagination taking you? Where will your imagination take you? You are being reborn, but you are being reborn with every breath based on your imagination. What are you imagining? What you imagine for your life is how your life will unfold. Period. 
End of sentence. Do you believe that? I think... <laughs> I want to say yes, of course, I know you believe that, but do you embody that? Do I, if I arrested you for believing that, Michelle, would you be able to prove it to me? Well, yeah, you would, because you're crazy. <laughs> but she is. She's a little crazy. She and her husband, they got in a car. They've been traveling. They have, they're, they're nomads. They have no place. They have no home of their own right now. The world is their home, right? So, so I asked the wrong person. Uh, I could probably prove that you believe, yes. But for the rest of us that are not living in our car, for the rest of us, you know, can we, can we, do we have proof that we're using our imaginations in such a degree that our lives are exploding. Our lives are just moving in directions we never even thought of. I never thought I was going to be standing here doing this, ever. I was going to be, I was an actor, an actor. I came out of the womb acting, according to my mother. I, I, I joined the world as an actor. I wanted, that's all I ever wanted. If you had told me when I was in my 20s I would be living somewhere else, doing something else, other than New York, being on Broadway, I would have said, you're crazy. There's no way you're getting me out of New York. New York is it. That's the life. And acting, that's it. That's, that's my entire passion. But I heard a man say that the truth will set you free. And then I worked with him enough to learn that it was actually setting me free. And the freedom was to set my mind clear and open and imagine a world beyond what I constricted myself into thinking my world was. And that's what you have a chance to do this month. You may think you are this person at this time doing this thing, but you're not. That's just the manifestation of the way you've used your mind up till now. What you truly are is an individualized expression of the infinite, massive creativity of the universe getting to imagine how you want to use all of that energy. And it's not predicated on the past, nor is it predicated on the future. It's predicated on right now being able to ask yourself, do I know who I am? Do I know what I want? And am I willing to step into it? Which I am happy to say, every one of you here have stepped into something really marvelous. And I'm looking to see what happens, what happens from all of you doing this. The definition of imagination is this, the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts Ready? Not present to the immediate senses. That's what imagination is. The ability for you to think of something that's not here right now. Something bigger than this. Something that you can't even understand maybe, but there's a feeling. Tiffany, don't you, you have a feeling in you, don't you? That there's something else coming. That's your imagination. That is this infinite creativity inside pressing up against you saying there's more there's more there's even more oh you found the more now there's more <laughs> that's how it works so what are you allowing your imagination to go beyond are you willing to go beyond the comfort zones of your mind and explore something new unimagined and the reason I say comfort zones is because it gets way too easy when you succeed to just sit in that success and stay comfortable. I could be very comfortable right here at Global Truth Center. This is not my exit line, by the way. <laughs> but I'm not. I've, I'm leaving. No. 
I could be very comfortable right here. I could be, I was very comfortable in North Hollywood. I was comfortable in, in the NoHo Arts Center. But through some really good nudging from my husband, I got uncomfortable and left the NoHo Arts Center and went to a synagogue. And then I was comfortable there. That was kind of cool. And then Westlake. And now I'm very comfortable here, but I don't like comfort. I want something new. I'm willing to mix everything up constantly to find out what's, what's the next thing. I will always be that person. And I invite you all to join me. Comfort zones show you that there's something you're missing. And if imagination is understanding ideas and creativity and, 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 and particles of understanding that don't make sense to you, that's okay. That's what imagination is. So I'd like to apply that to the world we're living in right now. Talk about uncomfortable. Talking about shifting. Talking about um, disruption. We are living in it right now. The question is, are you living in it, relating to it as it, or is your imagination, the world imagination, the race-conscious imagination, been pushed so far as to say, we have to do this differently? There's more. There's a bigger picture. There's a better expressive way. As it says in the song, imagine all of the worlds coming together as one. Perhaps that's what's happening right now. And the world is being reborn. And even if it doesn't look like that, my imagination can allow that truth to come into being. And so can yours. And so can every mind that is willing to look at life from that perspective, stay on principle, and still look at what's going on in the world. So I want to close with a quote by Guillaume Apollinar, which I use also on CPR. It's a wonderful quote. And as I said about Tiffany, something coming through her, I can say that for each and every one of you. And I can say that for each and every one of you online today and every one of you here in the sanctuary. The reason you're here, the reason you are here listening to this talk, being a part of this installation, is because you have met an appointment in your mind to hear that there is more for you to be. There is more for you to accept. And you have put yourself in this moment in time because that thing that we call God, that thing that we call creativity, passion, has met you right here on the precipice of life and has told you and, and, and implored you and for many, many years probably been nudging you towards something even bigger, to be reborn into a bigger part of your life. So Guillaume Apollinar wrote, and God said, come to the edge. I can't, I'm afraid. Come to the edge. I, I, I can't, I'll fall. Come to the edge. 
So I went to the edge, which is where I think we all are right now, right on the edge. I came to the edge and God pushed me. And I flew. It is time for us to jump off that edge, to trust and know that the wings of freedom, the wings of pure divine intelligence are right there ready to pop out. You just have to be willing to be reborn into who you already are, the most magnificent manifestation of God expressing perfectly right here, right now, at all times. So go to the edge. I am happy to push you. (laughs) Namaste. Hi, this is Dr. James Mellon, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message and ask you for your support. Your tax-deductible donation to Global Truth Center ensures that we can continue to provide you with this form of inspiration each week. To make a contribution now, please visit our website at globaltruthcenter.org. Again, thanks for listening. Namaste.